Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner, featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> Welcome, 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 Film Lords Jack and Andre. I have a question for you to get started. When you go to a movie with a group of friends and you want two of those friends to sit together because you're trying to play Cupid, mm-hmm. how do you do it? Because you're walking in and you can't exactly say, okay, you sit there, you sit there, you sit there. Mm, you need the conductor. I think you always need that one person that is willing to go out of their way to make it awkward, uncomfortable and funny for them to even basically say, okay, you two sit next to each other, I'm going to get some popcorn, be really on the nose about it and then bail because that kind of weird energy is actually romantic. No. Yeah, for me, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> That's you. That's how you get <laughs> when, when someone's trying to hook you up with someone else. Oh, hook me mean? up or I'm trying to hook someone else up? Either. For me, it's like, oh, I... I should just go get some popcorn or... But that's true, mm, I really need to that's go. That's true, like, frou-frou, shishi. You need someone to just be out, about, out and proud about it and just say, okay, you guys are cute. I'm going to leave. Leave you guys to it. Transparency. Let happen. Mm-hmm. Less manipulation. Well, if you've got any tips on how to play Cupid at the movie theatre, make your two friends sit next to each other who you want to get together, text in. Mm. 04 09 Movie news. IMAX in Darling Harbour. For country kids, it was an excursion must, but I don't think I've been back as an adult living in Sydney. What's the latest with it? Well, it's been completely ripped down. It's been ripped down and it's going to be coming back at the end of 2020, but they've made it all glass and it's just covered in dirt. Okay, but that's not the news It's though. like right next to the highway. Anyway, Kanye is um, premiering an IMAX film in October, which you won't be able to see in Sydney because we don't have IMAX at the moment. But in other IMAXs around the world. Yeah, you could go down to, I think there's one in Melbourne still. I'm pretty sure there's one in the Gold Coast. So if you really wanted to there's see it, Paris you could check well. out. You could just fly to Paris, Um, you know. Kanye's anyway. new film is related to his album, Jesus is King, related to his album, Jesus is King. I want to ask, is IMAX film the new visual album? Are it, we going to be seeing more IMAX films with musicians directing them? I want to ask, is Kanye... I thought he thought he was Jesus, or he was God, or he was King. So now he's saying Jesus is? Is Kanye the IMAX of music? Ooh. I don't know, but he's definitely in Paris. He's definitely in Paris. Anyway, let's take it to the <laughs> other side of the spectrum. For fans of Muriel's Wedding, you'd be oh, happy I'm to so know... I'm so excited about this news, by the way. I just got an email about it, actually. I hate to cut you off, Bride. So. Go for it. But it's been 100% confirmed, Ride Like a Girl, the directorial debut of Rachel Griffiths. Who the- you would know as Rhonda, the best friend of Muriel in Muriel wedding. Didn't know her name, but okay, I now love I know that you know, that you know her name. Uh, her film about horses has trotted to number one at the Australian box office. The film is on track to become the highest grossing Australian film of the year and one of Australia's top performing films of recent years. I can't believe that I walked right past the poster of Ride Like a Girl, saw the horses like a uh, horse movie, whatever. And it's Rhonda from Muriel's Wedding's directorial debut. Fully, fully, fully. I can't believe that Rachel Griffiths went from being called Rhonda in Muriel's Wedding to being called Brenda in Six Feet Under. Do you want to hear some numbers? <laughs> the weekend takings were 1.68... Fo- no, sorry, I don't, I don't know maths. <laughs> over a million point six dollars with a cumulative total of over 2.3 million. That's some big numbers. That's like Red Dog. So that means the two biggest, highest grossing Australian films of the year are Top End Wedding and Ride Like a Girl. The number I want to know is what date, which is a number... Can we go see it? Well, it's already out. It, we just Those numbers right there were the weekend intake. So mm-hmm. We're going to review it next week. We'll review it next week. And let's try and get an interview with Rachel Griffiths. Because Everyone go see it this week. I think so too. I follow Rachel on Insta. I should just reach out to her. <laughs> oh, 
humble brag. Ride humble like brag. A- she doesn't follow me. <laughs> she doesn't follow me. Oh. <laughs> Ride like a girl in cinemas now. Getting two reviews next week. Let's move on to Midsommar, which came out a while ago. Is it still in cinemas? It's still going, but in a new form, actually. They've uh, given out the directorial cut of the film. Okay, so for super fans. Yeah, all these films are being re-released at the moment um, for super fans, but they're all from, like, one kind of auteur. There's QT, who's re-released Hateful Eight, and he's going to re-release Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as a longer Netflix cut. Francis Ford Coppola, which we reviewed with Gloria. Oh, my God, you're so right. You know what I mean? And Ari Aster, but if you're dating a film bro who only watches films by these kinds of film bros, and it's ruining your life, like (laughs) the lead actor of Midsommar, there's a side way into talking about getting some counselling. Which is... this is really interesting. So, I I just want to say quickly, when Midsommar came out, I'm a fan of the film, when it came out, people weren't sure if it was a horror movie. Some people were saying it's a comedy horror Ari Aster, the director, said it's a breakup movie. Yeah, it's the Tame Impala of movies. <laughs> I'd call it the Lars von Trier light, the iPod Nano Lars von Trier of films. It's basically a, a, a horror a horror dramedy about a couple that are going through the blues who end up in a Swedish cult where all these rituals basically push them to the edge. If only all breakups were that easy. But mm. if your relationship is on the rocks or you just want to fine-tune it a little bit, what are the makers of Midsummer doing for you? So A24, the company behind Midsummer, has partnered with online and mobile therapy company Talkspace to give away free therapy for couples. All you have to do is hop onto the trailer of Midsummer online, comment your name or your significant other's name, and get in touch with them over socials. And you could get three months of free couples therapy, which to me sounds like excessive. Part of me is kind of like relationships that last longer than three months. What is that? Also, text in your favourite couples therapy in film. Mm. I'm thinking about Short Bus. Interesting. Interesting. One thing about right now is Carrie Bradshaw narrating. And also Big Little Lies, obviously. Definitely. What movie makes you turn to your partner and go, hmm, we need to talk? We need Mm. to talk. Laurel Canyon, I just watched last night by the director of Unbelievable, one of her older films with Christian Bale and Francis McDormand. Oh my God. Too niche, too niche. We need to talk. It's too niche. (laughs) (laughs) All right, text in what movie makes you think you need couples (laughs) therapy. Zero four zero nine nine four five nine four five. Special request song now from Film Lords Jack and Andre, who join me right now for Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings. After this, two reviews. We will not let you get away with this. Right here, right now, is where we draw the line. The world is waking up. And change is coming, whether you like it or not. Right here, right now, 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 right here, right now. waking up and change is coming whether you like it or not thank you can't wait to hear that on the day four one no 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 two reviews two reviews give me more reviews two reviews two reviews two reviews Monday at 10.10, Movies, 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 Film Lords, Jack and Andre give you an idea of what you should and shouldn't watch this week. And Andre is going first, reviewing Transparent. I'm not becoming a rabbi. 
Mora is not replaceable. I know it hurts, and I know it's hard, but you have to face it. We didn't discuss this before the show, so I'm just going to make it really quick and just sh- shoot me down if you want, Brides. But should I give context for the musical finale? Or... Yeah, what is this? So basically, Transparent was this really popular show on Amazon that was starring Jeffrey Tambor, who is a heterosexual man who was playing a trans character. Basically, last year, it was revealed that he was inappropriate on set. Accusations were thrown around. He was fired from the show. And instead of doing a whole new season, they've just shortened it to a 90-minute movie. And, and that's for, what this is. Right. And for people who don't know what Transparent is about... It's about uh, Maura Pfefferman, who comes out in her 70s to her family, and it's just about the repercussions and what it's like to live with a septuagenarian woman coming out to their family. And the whole family's full of colourful different backstories. And so this has come out in reaction... No, this is so instead of doing season five, yeah. they've just made a 90 minute musical as a way to kind of like reconcile with what's happened, have a joyful lead out, and also just not to, you know, draw out the fact that the lead actor has been fired from the show. But anyway, context, 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 we all know about it. As far as finales go, trust the soloists to throw a party with history heavy songs and bongs. Transparent was always a show about brutally honest families, and the 90 minute film ending leans hard into both being brutal and honest. There's no sad seer there, and there just happens to be a lot of original songs by Faith Soloway, and it's tough watching actors pretend to be stars that shout singing that they have to do in order to pass as vocals. But Transparent Musicale Finale flexes its Jewish history muscles to wind up the stories of all of our favourite catharsistic LA lonerists. Crazy to think how much we've all changed since five years ago when Jeffrey Tambor first emerged as Moira, a trans woman coming out to her family. But, you know, we're welcomed to the world of septuagenarian transphobic, and now we have so much to be grateful for, like Trace Lizette, Amy Landica, Alexandra Billings, and Broad City's most beautiful bitch, Judith Light. Get the shoes, baby, get the shoes. Jen, how did you find this sing-along, cringy musical finale? I, like, see the intention, but it's going to take more than a song called Joy Acost to get rid of the feeling that there was just such a missed opportunity with this show. Mm. And after four years, the trauma that's kind of been caused is, I don't know, just like one musical finale is not going to do it, especially when the music's this bad. I think you're right. But I think also the whole, just the entire narrative of Transparent is history changing. Absolutely. And the the responsibility they must have had to finish it and to end it would have been so tough that I think it's just admirable that they managed to even do it, to be honest. Yeah, it's an amazing feat. It's on Amazon, Transparent, the musical finale. What would you give it in a word? I mean, I'd say unbelievable, to be honest. I just can't believe that this is what, th- that they've just come out with it. It's kind of bold. Yeah, I, w- I think I would say political. Political. It feels super political. Trace does make an appearance, like... Yeah, it's a really important... Is it pronounced musical finale or music... Musicale. Because it has an musicale. E at the end of music, musical? I don't know. Finally. Anyway. All the, all the important topics on two reviews. Truly. <laughs> on movies, movies, movies. Jen, you're reviewing Birds of Passage. De tanto estar con los arijunas, te olvidaron las costumbres. Pache, qui, Rafa! Mmm. 
tell us a little bit about this one. So there is something similar that I think joins the transparent finale and this film where the people who were making it were going through something traumatic and that kind of shows in the filmmaking. Christina Galeho and Ciro Guerra divorced making this cross-generational drug epic and you can feel the loss at the centre of it. The film's all about family values in the most traditional sense. In North Colombia, American anti-communist Peace Corps hippies in search of weed bring with them the drug trade and, um, and the YU people have to deal with that. They have deep ties to the land and important traditions, but see them erode in a matter of years, replaced by a sort of warlord golden age. We can see all of the warning signs, but the men who hold all of the active power are blinded by greed and bro codes, and superstition is brushed to the side. It's a familiar story, but I've never seen it told like this, broken up into songs with 30% of the crew and most of the cast from the actual Wayu clan. There is a love grounding the film and it makes it feel worthwhile. Also, someone chows down on dog shit in a scene that is probably as far away as you can get from Divine and Pink Flamingos, but it also feels like a direct reference, like both of them are set in the 70s. That's the first mm. reference I've ever gotten in this entire segment. Oh, oh there we I go. Know. There we go. <laughs> but it's like, it's a truly moving, amazing film that takes place over a, a bunch of years and... Uh, yeah, I think everyone should go see it. Okay, mm. so Birds of Passage, is this the sort of movie, um, I see here it's coming to cinemas soon, is it going to get wide release or probably just Dendi Newtown big and a time, couple of time. others? Big time, big time. This is Oscar nomination caliber. I, It's really interesting because um, the Breaking Bad film is about to be released this year or next year, is it? It's In like year. a month. And so much of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul is the narrative behind what starts a drug trade and how much South American politics and drug trade politics bleed into the American drug trade of today. And Birds of Passage just seems like such an authentic deep dive into what was happening in the 70s, some 40 years ago, that would have created the world that we're in right now. And it just seems and so... from an Indigenous perspective. From an Indigenous perspective. And it just seems so rooted in history and weight and, and importance and significance. I'd almost say to anyone who wants to go see Birds of Passage, just do your research beforehand to understand understand what you're in for but also i just have to like like the directors aren't indigenous they um they were making another film and they met people from the wayu clan and they heard these stories and there was a lot of collaboration so it is kind of the nightingale like it's not it's not like the clan came out and made this movie there was a collaborative process involved totally totally good comparison i think that birds of passage is in a word astounding that it even exists again another film that we saw this this week that just is beyond words of existence mm. Jen, in a word, Birds of Passage? Um, I guess it's a ballad. Mm. Mm. Ballad, ballad, ballad. like that one. Well, that was two reviews. Don't forget you can read them back at movies, underscore movies, underscore movies, underscore on Instagram. That's a film odds Insta for all your movies reviews. Let's find out about what's happening around Sydney right after this song from HXXS, Learner. I'm the learner on Movies, Movies, Movies. <laughs> Mornings, FBI 94.5. Learner, you're on FBI 94.5. Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings. I'm joined by Film Lords Jack and Andre. What's happening? Sydney Spotlight. And right now we're going to tell you what you can whip around and see in Sydney this week. Obviously, the first on our list is our own event, which we're throwing on Saturday night. Garden Reflex presents the Talkies Challenge at mm. Pink Flamingo if Cinema. If you love independent cinema made by local filmmakers. And international. And, and international. art house films that aren't boring. Come on down to Marrickville this Saturday. And going into a cinema that isn't owned by a major conglomerate cinema owner. Mm, truly. Well. By Ingrid. And uh, we're so grateful for Ingrid Dykeman. Mm. Um for providing the space. I think what they do is really amazing and we're really lucky to have that in Sydney. People want to get around it. It's happening on the 5th 
this Saturday. Mm. And what, what will they look up online? You'll just look up Garden Reflex Presents, the Talkies Challenge. It's been polluting social media, thanks to Jen and I. And <laughs> the details will be up on the FBI program page, I'm hoping. And if you do want to go see a real film, go see Ride Like a Girl, because it's blowing up at the BO at the moment. What we're talking about before Rhonda from Muriel's Wedding, a.k.a. Rachel Griffith's film. All those things, female-directed, just contribute to the Australian film industry in a real way. Yeah, really get behind horse racing. I'm so excited for, to promote that. It's Thanks, Rachel. the number one film in Australia. And on the other side of the box office list is the number not even on the list film, which is The Goldfinch, Nicole Kidman's new movie, which has pretty much bombed internationally. It's uh, Estimates are saying that $40 million are at stake for the amount of marketing they put into this film and for how little Ooh. it's made back in the B.O. Jen's looking at me being like, you got this all wrong. This is going to be the People best People absolutely hate this, but this is the Marianne Williams of cinema this year. I swear this is going to be amazing. Okay. But I have heard that John Crowley just shouldn't have directed it. But I think... Missed opportunity. Who knows? We, we'll let you know next week. Yeah, uh, the Goldfinch. Go check it out. Is that going to be getting two reviewed next week? I think we're going to gonna do to. Ride Like a Girl and the Goldfinch okay. for sure. So and tune in next week. we're yeah. just getting more and more populous as we go. There are some huge stars coming to Australia in the next couple of weeks. Renee Zellweger, who we Ooh, all know. Bridget Jones's Diary. Renee Bridget Zellweger. Bridget Jones's Diary. And also, well, my relationship to to Ozzy is um Chicago. Actually, oh yeah, good choice. Um, whereas mine is Bridget Jones. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> and also, the Heath Ledger of our generation, Timothy Chalamet, aka the fake gay, is going to be attending the Sydney premiere of The King, which don't ask me about because it's David Michaud and it's Shakespeare, so I know nothing about this. October tenth at the Randwick Ritz. Just type in those names into Google and Sydney and see what happens. Go get a selfie with Timothy. Mm, truly, they've uh, actually so a bit of an insider intake. They've uh, locked down the entire cinema for this event. So, um. Are they scared someone's gonna, like, Joker? I think they're scared that there are gonna be too many tweeny beanies running after Timothy Chalamet. Oh my god, so many girls are gonna sit through the king and be like, what? I know. Truly, truly, truly. Bring out Timothy! Bring out Timothy! And then also next week, we're gonna be giving away tickets to Britney Runs a Marathon, Gillian Bell's fantastic. As in uh, Gillian from Workaholics. Exactly, yeah. So that came out for the City Film Festival, and I was tossing up between that and The Nightingale. Didn't see either, but I'm so (laughs) so damn keen that Britney Runs a Marathon is coming back because it looks like a bit of fun. Truly, a truly, truly. That's Am kind I of, right? That's the kind of charter behind movies, movies, movies. Britney Runs a Marathon meets The Nightingale. <laughs> now, Britney Runs a Marathon, like you just said, we're going to be giving, if you want to go see it yeah. when it comes out, listen to Movies, Movies, Movies next week because we'll be giving you free tickets. Truly, truly. Don't forget to sign up to be an FBI Radio supporter if you want to win anything on the station, fbiradio.com slash support. Jack and Andre, it sounds like you got your hands full with Garden Reflex this Saturday, so I'll let you get out of here and get to work. Beautiful sign-off. You can listen to the podcast at uh, fbiradio.com or just type in movies, 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 FBI Radio. You'll find it. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Bye. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.